Blog Talk Radio. moment. Now, if you recognize that music, you'll know very well that it's the music of Angelo Ortiz. He's a gentleman who came down to St. Thomas, ended up getting a position as an actor at the Stockholm Theater and has been there ever since. He's given us permission to use that music, and I'm very proud to say that there's a lot of information and a lot of performers, a lot of expertise coming out of the historical theater. Now, today, we're going to talk about several topics. The benefits of registering early. We're going to talk about the playwright camp that's in progress. And we're going to talk some other things. And to tell us what's going on at the historical theater, we have there, there meaning the historical theater's director of, I guess, marketing. And that would be Priscilla. Priscilla, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, ATN and listening audience. To have you back. So let's talk about all the things that the historical theater does, but in terms of how people get involved and what benefits they can get by getting involved. I know, that's a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> I put you on the spot. <laughs> wow. So half an hour is not long enough to really address that effectively. I know. <laughs> but, I know. Uh, yeah, there's so many different uh, facets of involvement with the Starkle Theater. And, uh, I mean, the it, it, some of them are uh, volunteers. Actually, a lot of them are volunteers. We're always looking for volunteers. And we were blessed with lots of volunteers that help as well, just like, uh, you know, you talked about Angela. But uh, there's, there's um, ways to be involved with our coming to our plays as a patron, uh, participating in our summer camps, supporting us as a sponsor, um, and the like. So lots of different areas to be involved with the start. Sure. And the benefits of uh, being involved and registering early? Well, you know, I think that, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I probably am a little prejudiced if I start citing all the benefits <laughs> that are obvious to me. Um, it, I think it comes from the people we find that, that uh, become involved with the theater, whatever it is that they're doing, whether they're coming to plays or, you know, uh, children coming to the camp. They, it, it comes from within, you know, so the, sure. the reason comes from within. But there is, I think, a central theme to all of them, and that is, of course, love of live performing theater. Um, we yeah. certainly do more than that with our special events uh, um, that we do, 
and our summer camps, but the camps are, it all kind of comes back to love of live performing theater, which yes. Castarco is the only one of a live performing theaters in St. Thomas. Wow. Interesting. Ongoing. Well, there is a camp in progress right now, summer camp. It's more about playwriting for the youngsters. Could you tell our audience a little bit about that, please? Yes, it's the. It's actually it's just, uh, called the uh, Playwriting Leadership Camp, and there we're very pleased that the uh, Department of Labor um, has an ongoing relationship with us to sponsor it because without them, uh, the camp would probably not be because yeah. it's very co- it's very costly to do everything we do. So we're blessed with the support of the Department of Labor um, and uh, the VI finance and housing department to help us with this. And it's, um, you know, it's for children. um, It's for youth ages 11 to 17. Uh, It started, Uh uh, started a couple of weeks ago. And what it does is teaches the students, they participate in training and development of new plays, lessons on character development, scene study plots, settings, and stage direction. And so all of this wrapped around culminates uh, actually this coming week on August 17th where the students take stage and they all uh, perform. They each are writing a 10-minute play. There are 15 students, so they will each then perform their 10-minute play on stage. And remember, these are kids that many of them have never written except for maybe schoolwork, uh, certainly, most of them most of them have never been on stage, with some uh, wow. exceptions. <laughs> so that you know, that's kind of the whole big culmination of the this four week camp uh, is that they are going on stage, and we open that up to the public. Uh, so, and right. you know, I'm here every day, right? So, I see from start to finish, just like I did with the um, our musical theater camp with the Lion King and its success yes. for the 32 youth. I'm here every day, ATN, seeing these kids when they walk in the door kind of wide-eyed and what, what am I going to yeah. be doing to morphing into, you know, these individuals that are sitting all studious and writing their plays and being then um, – uh, wow. Their peers, they work with their peers to bounce off what they're writing. Yes. They work with the camp director, Matt, uh, Matthew Hamilton Craft. So watching them day by day and week by week grow and grow into these brand new playwrights is just amazing. Wow. It's almost like the ugly duckling syndrome. They came in there <laughs> not knowing what they want to do except they have an idea and the Starkle Theater works with them in the summer camp, and then they blossom into this playwright student or successful playwright. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, like I say, it's, it's pretty amazing. And if they want the finished result to be one 10-minute, one-act play, I mean, it is four, four solid weeks of studying and writing and uh, learning about all the structure um, syntax, you know, uh, I actually, I write, but uh, I've never written a play. So I have a great appreciation for it, though, because I've had to, in my role, read a lot yeah. of plays. Uh, so I, I have a great appreciation for how really difficult that is, at putting pen, or in this case, pencil with them, because they do a lot of erasing, pen, pencil to paper, yeah. uh, is a challenge. Yeah. 
you know, and now there's a lot this. of light bulb moments going on. So that's a great mm-hmm. thing to see. Yes. Yes. So for youngsters who are writing plays, not only do they have to come up with the plot of the play, but they also have to write the stage direction that the actor should move to, stage left, stage right, stage front. Is that correct? Well, you know, less about the what they call that blocking on stage, right? I just I learned oh, that okay. several months ago, blocking on stage for where yeah. you're supposed to stand and move. I didn't know that. Most of these, when they take the stage, I would like the listening audience to know that plan to attend on Thursday at 7 p.m., that when they take the stage, it's more of a reading, much like we do with our um, Shakespeare Festival. Oh, um, for those okay. entries, it's more like a reading. However, I, I'm new here, right, only in the last few months, but I'm told that in past presentations from summer camps of these kids, they, some of them really get into it, and we'll actually do that, you know, the staging and the <laughs> movements and all. But wow. for the most part, I think it's just the reading, but reading with emotion. You know, it, it makes it yes. the way they're taught to read it makes that play and what they're reading come alive. You know, for for the audience. Great. And uh, I did know I have noticed I noticed that with the Shakespeare uh, theater readings and just watching I've been in watching them rehearse they're they're in the rehearsal stages right because some of them have actually yes. finished their plays now they're rehearsing them so I I am always I pop in and out occasionally because I just I love to watch them <laughs> learn and, and rehearse yes. so they're um, I mean they're some of them are you know really into it and passionate others are more timid and need to be brought along but but everybody gets you know their opportunity for the learning experience which again is, you know, this is about our youth enrichment programs. So it's, yes. again, it does my heart good to see it because, you know, I'm a mom and a grandma, so I really love <laughs> watching uh, the, this, these yes. youth uh, experience something different. And it gives, you know, it really feeds into giving them a sense of self-worth because they accomplished wow. what they accomplished here. Exactly, exactly. That is interesting. That is fantastic. And they can do all that right here in Middle St. Thomas. They don't have to fly off to New York or to L.A. to learn all that stuff that they can learn right here. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm always hoping I'm doing a good job of letting the general public know everything that goes on at Pistarkle. Um, especially when it yeah. comes to our youth education and youth enrichment programs. But so whenever somebody says, oh, I didn't know about that, of course, I, you know, I I'm, I'm have a sad moment, and then I figure out a way to try and get the information yes. out more about the wonderful things that are happening and the long-term benefits of what these programs yes. do for, the, for our island youth. Fantastic. Well, let's go ahead and tell the audience, please, What's happening on the 17th at 7 p.m.? Okay, so, you know, we'll, again, we have 15 uh, youth participating uh, from ages, um, I think it's about ages 11 or 12 to 17 among those, that's the range, age range. They will take the stage and they will each have their fair moment in the spotlight to either read our, and or act out their 10-minute play that they gave and it's it's a full production like any of our presentation and plays here at the Starkle Theater in that we're we're selling tickets to the community you know people will our lobby opens at 6 p.m. like it does 
you know, with all of our plays, the lobby opens early, and we have a nice refreshment stand in the lobby, and people can come and socialize. So our lobby and, and ticket, uh, if there's any tickets left, our people can buy tickets at the door um, and come and enjoy. And then at, you know, about a quarter to seven, the doors will open. People will take their seats. And, and um, seven o'clock, then the theater lights dim and the stage lights go on and on come the children. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't give a firsthand description because, again, I'm fairly new in the last few months. Uh, but yeah. I have been seeing them in rehearsal. And if what I see in rehearsal is what I'm, you know, is it even going to be improved what I see on stage? Uh, I think that the general was really going to enjoy this. And I've been told in the past that we will actually sell out these performances. It's a one night only, uh, one hour, one, one to one and a half hour presentation by these students. Wow. You also had students last month in the, the uh, Lion King Jr. And I understand that it was a sellout performance too. You know, I, I cannot say it enough because I'm so proud of it to have been a part of seven performances, <laughs> all sold out. Yes. And when I say sell out, our, our theater holds 128 seats. We oversold because we sold basically wall space. We put extra chairs in. So we probably had about 150 <laughs> people in there for seven performances. And, again, it broke my heart to turn away people at the door. So I do encourage people to buy tickets early. Um, we, it was a wonderful phenomena in past years. Our summer theater camp has sold out as well, but not for a few years. So, you know, Disney's The Lion King Jr. was a really, really good play to put on, and it was yeah. very popular. So 32 children spent six weeks under the guidance wow. of the camp director, the musical director, and a choreographer, um, and just, you know, it was a wonderful, wonderful thing, and I hope that everybody that was able to attend carries that good feeling through and comes through on and comes on Thursday to support uh, these youth and their presentations as well. And the cost of the ticket again, please. It is. We actually lowered the ticket price. Uh, it used to be fifteen. We lowered it to ten dollars for adults and children. Um, you can oh. get if you go to our website. Um, there's a link on our website to get them. That's historicaltheater.com. You can call us at 775-7877, uh, area code 340 for our global listeners that might be popping in for a visit to coincide with this. And there, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've got 128 seats. So there's the, we've wow. already had some really good ticket sales. The students and their parents are very proud of this and they um, all they all themselves will buy 10 tickets uh, just to give away to family and friends. So the theater fills up that way. So if anybody's hoping to come and they're not a parent, I don't want my heart to break and have to turn people away. So I'm hoping that people will buy tickets in advance. I cannot say that enough, you know. I, I like what you said, that you were selling wall seats, seats in the wall because it was so loud. <laughs> I I swear, and I forgot SRO. You know, in the in 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 uh, in our world, SRO has been a standing room only. You know, I, I yes, there's a yes, little yes. Uh, portal through my office wall. I can look into the theater, a little peephole, yes. which is where I had to watch it from yes. because they sold all the wall space. There wasn't any place for me to stand. Wow. But just at the end of the performance, seeing seeing 150 people times seven performances stand up and applaud and applaud and applaud. Wow. And 32 kids, some of whom have never been on stage. Can you imagine being up there yes. and having that? 
And so they worked their heart out, I can tell you. Uh, That's it, it, was, it was good. So we need to, this is uh, all the kids, all the youth, um, and all of the youth programs across the whole of the VI. I mean, they, they need the community to come out and support the, these children and what they're doing yeah. with these programs. Because not only us, but other organizations are doing so much for our True. island youth. And yeah. they're really, the, you know, the wave of our future and success, it starts very, very young. Well, one of the things that amazes me is that the Pistaco Theater Youth Program is now nationally well-known because I understand there's a National Arts and Humanities Youth Program Award, and Pistaco Theater was one out of 50 in the nation for the year 2017, was one of the finalists. Tell us about that, please. Thank you for asking again. I cannot talk too. I can't talk too little about that because it's an. It was an amazing honor uh, to be acknowledged. <laughs> there actually were some almost 400 organizations considered. Of those 450, were chosen as finalists. A few were. We wow. did just get notification that we were not among the final chosen ones. They chose, I think, five yeah. of those 50. Uh, for this year to be featured and honored um, at different, you know, honors and feats in Washington, D.C. Yeah. But to for our little theater here, founded in 1991 in St. Thomas, to have been chosen uh, from the 400 down to the 50, it, it's quite an honor that we'll carry forward with us, you know, for the rest of our living day. Uh, so we're, and we certainly applaud all of those that were honored as well. So that that is something, and, and there was a lot of criteria involved with um, the the screening and the choices. So again, for we were for us to be among all of those considered and and chose, chosen to be one of the fifty finalists was was a pretty amazing wow. I think for our little place in the Caribbean. Yeah. Now, is that where the partnership with the VI Department of Labor? and the VI Finance and Housing Department came into play? Did they help students get to those uh, events? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, well, I mean, they support, you know, our um, playwriting leadership camp every year. For many years they've okay. done that. So, uh, but okay. there's, again, I, we, we have a uh, grant writer who actually is teaching the summer camp, Matthew Hamilton Kraut. Yes. And he is always, he's been pushing a lot of grant requests out there. So he, I don't, I think he had some involvement in the awareness part. But again, things like this, okay. like your radio station and the historical moment and global listenership, that all helps for, yes. to, for, to put our spot on the map. Because we're just a little speck yes. in the Caribbean, you know, but we're making our mark globally. I'm glad I'm helping with that little speck. <laughs> thank you. And and yeah. I do. I cannot begin to thank you enough for continuing to give us this opportunity oh. every week to reach out to your it's listeners. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's a pleasure. And to know that our youngsters don't have to go off island to learn what they're learning here, and they can take that and build it into a career. They're so choose to do once they graduate from high school. Fantastic. So, yes, you got my full support all the way. Anytime, any place, anyhow. (laughs) Okay. And, you know, I I, I do want to... Go ahead. 
Oh, I do. I just wanted to share uh, before, you know, because I see our, our time goes by so fast when we're on the air together, you know. Yes, the, it does. the one youth that's in, our, I wanted to just talk about for a moment, and, uh, one of our youth in the uh, playwriting camp, Josh. Yes. He, he actually, so he's just turning 16, but when he was 12, he participated in this same camp. He was the youngest one, although we take people, uh, children at nine, he was the youngest one that year. And he was, he did really well in the program. He came to love the theater and would come to plays off and on from there. He recently came and volunteered for our music fest in June. And as a result of that, he then, and participating in our past camp, he then um, became an intern. And a, then he went from intern to being a camp participant. He last week tried out for a part in Evita because, you know, we've got Evita coming yes. up in October and we're still auditioning. Yes. He auditioned for Evita. So um, I'm thrilled to firsthand see what I know has been long-term benefit to our island youth by participating in our program. So I just I wanted yeah. to, I don't know if he's listening right now, but I wanted to give a shout-out, Josh, if you're listening, Joshua, not Josh, Joshua, if you're listening, I shout out and congratulate you and, and all the parents yeah. that might have children that have been involved in our program over the years to uh, congratulate them yeah. all for having the foresight to put them in our yeah. programs as well. Wow. I know you didn't mention the results. I guess the results are not out yet whether he got accepted or not. But nevertheless, he did try out for it, and that's a big step forward. Fantastic. Amazing. You know, I don't know yet. I don't know yet because Frank Bartolucci, our resident director, is the one that does those. However, I do know that one of his friends that stopped by was so inspired by the fact that Joshua tried out that he's coming this weekend because we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we have – uh, more, uh, let's see, 11th, 12th, and 13th. We have another round of auditions. Uh, so, oh, yeah, okay. so if it, hopefully, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 6.30 at the theater, we have another round of auditions because we still have a few parts available, men, women, and children. So, But now here's Joshua going out and paying it forward and bringing that into the community because his friend had never been involved in the theater. So, and so yeah. that's how it goes, right? And so it goes. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, great, great. Now, some folks may be familiar with the name Evita from politics in South America. Some may be aware of it because of the play in, in New York. But uh, tell, tell, tell our audience in, please, with what Evita, the, the play, is all about. Well, it's the premiere play of our sixth play season, which starts in October. October 12th, uh, which is a Thursday night, is our historically, that's our pay-as-you-can night, where people just pay um, a donation, whatever they like, $10 or more. Our tickets are usually uh, 20 to $45. And it's, a, it's described yeah. as a musical rock opera. Um, it it yeah. concentrates on the life of Argentine political leader Eva Perón. She was the second wife of the Argentine president, Juan Perón. It follows her life, rise yeah. to power, charity work, and eventual um, well, I'm not going to say what because it's I'm giving away the whole plot then. But it, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's a very yeah, it's a very brave play for Prestarco Theater to produce. I think it's different from some of the normal, certainly very different from the musicals we usually do. So, you know, we're really hoping that, of course, the community will um, be right along with us in supporting and coming and attending this play, as well as our other five yeah. offerings. I'm also pleased to say we have two 
locally written plays that we're featuring for our upcoming 2017-18 season as well. Um, so one of them is a sequel to Catch and Keep by Susan Hunter, and the other one is by Matthew Hamilton Craft. Oh. that name again. <laughs> and it's called Alternative Facts. Speaking of politics, because Evita's oh. about politics, well, his is a political yeah. farce, and I, I saw him do a reading of it. it it's hysterical. It's awesome. So, um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, the selection, I mean, it is a arduous task every year for yeah. our team to come up with you know, what plays we want to present. Um, But again, I'm personally pleased to see two locally written plays as a part of that mix. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Fantastic. There's a lot going on with the Stalker Theater. Folks need to get involved. There's so many ways you can get involved easily. Patricia, Priscilla, would you go ahead and tell the audience again how they can contact the Stockholm Theater for tickets or volunteering or conditioning, whatever they need to do, how would they get a hold of you? Yes, and I thank you again for that opportunity. Our website is pretty comprehensive, and we keep it pretty uh, up-to-date because I'm the one managing it. Mm-hmm. That is www.pistarkeltheater.com, and that's P-I-S-T-A-R-C-K-L-E, theater with an E-R, dot or they can call the theater at 340-775-7877. And more than likely, I'll be the one answering the phone. Uh, so uh, my name is Priscilla, as uh, your listeners know. I'd be happy to help that way as well. Or they can walk in. We're open Monday through Thursday is our summer hours, 9 to 5, Monday to Thursday, closed on Fridays for the summer through August. Thank you. Now, I'm, I'm always tickled by the name Pistocco, Pistocco Theater. And I want to share what liberal information I do remember about it. The word Pistocco comes from a Dutch Creole word. I think somebody was trying to say a spectacle, and it came out Pistocco. And <laughs> it's yeah. in English vocabulary and has remained as that. Pistocco is really, well, we, we think of it as a negative thing, but not necessarily. It could be expectful that it's positive or spectacle that could be negative. So interesting that the uh, theater board of directors chose the name, chose to keep the name Pistocco Theater. Interesting. A lot's coming out of Pistocco Theater, and it's all good. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So it's quite all right. My pleasure. I am, I'm just amazed at what happens right here in that Intellis Garden landscape in their, on their ground is the Pistocco Theater. Tiny theater, but nevertheless, produce a lot of good things, not only for our youngsters, for the adults, too. Because you have many plays that include just adults, is that correct? We do have some adult-themed plays. Um, and, you know, we always let people know that, that if that particular play, when they go to buy tickets, has adult themes and language, we do let people know, okay. we, um, you know, because well, I guess the kind of the, the thought is PG-13, you know, for many plays. But for sure, yeah. our holiday play, which is um, the best Christmas pageant ever, is, you know, it's an all-age play for the actors. It's an all-age play yeah. for families. So I, I cannot begin to urge people to buy tickets early. And we got 30% going off through the end of August on our subscriptions, too. Had to slip that in. See, there's another, there's another benefit for registering early. 
getting the, the discount. Amazing, amazing. Well, we have about a minute and a half left. What closing thoughts do you have to share with our audience? What? Say that again? Well, what closing thoughts do you have to share with our audience ah. in the last minute or a half? We mean it. Um, it. What I ask the listening audience to do is each one tell one. Because word of mouth okay. is the strongest way that we grow and prosper and sustain. So if everybody that's listening to this at any point in time, um, person about it, you know, that would, in, if this is listened to globally, and I know that it is, that will yeah. help us tremendously. So each yeah, one yeah, tell yeah. one. And for relatives. And so, of, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. For relatives of, of, of natives who are living abroad or for tourists who are thinking about coming to the Virgin Islands, you couldn't hear better about finding out what's happening at the historical theater through this radio medium and then come and get their tickets. Yes. Well, Priscilla, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you ever so much again for taking the time to tell us what's happening at the historical theater here on the historical moment. So we'll see you again My next pleasure. Friday. We'll talk with you again. We'll find out what else is going on. Yeah. Thanks again, Priscilla. Thank you, thank okay. you, thank you. Bye now. Okay, yeah, bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Thanks again. And here we are, folks. We're just wrapping things up now. And we're going to close things off with that music by Angelo Ortiz, the statesider who came to St. Thomas. I believe he came uh, from, or, no, I, I can't even remember now, or Colorado, I think it was, or Utah. And he became an actor. And he's a singer, writer, and he shares his music with us. There we go. Hello, everybody. Until next time. Bye-bye for now. This is Lisa Megan.